What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Bat Flip, where we discuss everything baseballs. I'm Lana Raby. With me, Dylan Taylor. Crown us, baby. SEC champs. Everybody's mad. Everybody hates us. We don't care. Um, you know, you can't take that away. Props to Tennessee for taking care of business this weekend over, I think, a pretty good Georgia team. Um, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. But, yeah, I, I thought they were pretty good on the mound. That They had some hitters that could hit it out. So, I, I thought it was a, a, a really good series win for Tennessee. They take care of business on Thursday and Friday have that kind of experimental game on Saturday that, uh you know, they kind of backfired late and late in that game, got away from them. But uh, another series win for Tennessee. They clinched the outright regular SEC title um, thanks to, I mean, you won. And we would have won it anyway because Arkansas lost the series to Vanderbilt. So um, we appreciate Arkansas losing. You know, it was a great weekend in Lindsey Nelson, you know, it wasn't as what's, – what's the word? As maybe eventful as having a raccoon in the stands, but still really good baseball. Had some balls. Things are. A few things are eventful, <laughs> as eventful right. as that. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't have to go get rabies shots after, so that was that was good. Um, you know, ha oh, my name's Landon Raby. Yeah, I get it. I've heard it before, so – um ah okay <laughs> took a second ah, okay yeah um but we're back to the consensus number one team in the country uh tennessee hit seven long balls outscored georgia 17 to 12 in the series and you know they just doing what we do just being the best team in the country yeah i mean you show me a clip of someone grabbing a wild raccoon in the stands at a game and carrying it out. And you'd think that'd be the most eventful thing happening in that clip, but the person falling over the bleachers, did you see the the person, in the white shirt yeah. just absolutely <laughs> eat it? I mean, that, yeah. there are a few things that would top someone catching a live raccoon, but someone falling just so hilariously like that. And maybe the person was injured. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's not something to laugh about, but I, until I hear otherwise, I'm going to continue dying laughing at that because oh, that yeah. was my favorite part of it. Yeah, there's but, definitely going to be some TikToks out of that video right oh, there. Oh, they're, they're already out there, I'm sure. If not, <laughs> I may I may capitalize on my chance to go viral. There you go. Here. Yeah, I gave you an idea. But, um, yeah, good series. I mean, it, like you said, I, I don't wasn't as eventful as it probably should have felt like just because I feel like it was expected. It, it's kind of seen for a while like this team was probably going to win the SEC just because they're the best team in the country no matter what some outlets may say. So, I guess that – I mean, winning the SEC is nothing ever to scoff at, especially when you're a Tennessee fan. So there, there have been so few of them, I know, in my lifetime at least. But it, it just – I guess it, it there wasn't as much hype around it just because you were like, yeah, it, we, we probably won the SEC two weeks ago. Like, why? We just now did? Okay, we just now realized. So. Right. Yeah, just taking care of business. Um, you go, going to Georgia a little bit, and I think we talked about it last week. They're pretty good on the mound. You know, they're they're closer, um, Gowern or something like that. Um, was really good on on Saturday. I'm getting these days mixed up. The Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. So that, I, I didn't realized I did it last show too. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 been rough um, to try to get used to that. But um, yeah, I was I was impressed with their pitching, and you know. Major leaguers kind of all over the field here. You know, you got Jonathan Cannon 
pitching against you on Friday. Tennessee shells him. They they get he gives up the most runs and hits that he's given up all season. So I th- I thought that was a big boost for Tennessee because that's kind of all we heard about. Oh, this Blade Tidwell Jonathan Cannon matchup is going to be good. I mean, I, I think he was good. You know, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I just think Tennessee's lineup is that good. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it's weird now, but wasn't this Georgia team? Weren't they projected to win the East this year? Or I've, isn't it, wasn't it in the preseason they were the projected division winner? I don't know if it was them or Vanderbilt, but I, I mean, didn't Georgia come into the year ranked pretty highly? I could be. Yeah, wrong. The, I think they were third in the. They're projected third in the SEC, and we were fourth ahead of us. Okay, so was Vanderbilt, was. Florida. Georgia and us, I think, is is what the what it looked like. That's I guess that kind of takes away from the series too, because yeah, I, I was thinking that this team entered the year with some decently high expectations. I was thinking a little bit higher, but I mean, higher than us. Who I saw the quote today. I don't remember what show, what guy it was that said that this was the best team in the history of college baseball. So I mean, I don't on the rally cap. It was David Delucci. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I mean it. If you're projected, I got the quote right here. If you if you want me to read that thing off, because yeah, I mean, projected to be great. better than this team, they they got to be pretty talented, right? Yeah, this is the best team that college baseball has ever seen from top to bottom. I'll take it. Correct. True. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. True. Straight facts. Um, but yeah, like looking at Georgia's pitching, I thought they were good. I thought Tennessee's pitching was phenomenal, and. You, you saw a lot of guys in different places. So, you know, this is a good series. You, you want the series win and you got that, but you also kind of saved some arms and, and burns and beam, um, gave them a little bit of a rest, got some guys in different situations that you haven't really had to do much this season to, to kind of get ready for the postseason. I, I just think it was great to not only win the series, but also get ready for postseason play. I, I think you accomplished both of those things this weekend. Yeah, top to bottom. I mean, I, say what you want to about Cannon, but top to bottom, I didn't think it was really close. I mean, they, they've got some decent arms, but going back to the best team college baseball's ever seen, I mean, I, we we can roll out one arm after another. We finally saw the scenario. I'm, I'm sure we'll get into it more of Ben Joyce as the starter. We, we finally finally saw that that we we'd been questioning could it happen for a while? Is that something that he can do? I'll give my take on it later if we if we talk about it, but. I mean, when when you've got the series wrapped up and it's a Sunday game or Saturday game against the SEC opponent like that, one you've already got it wrapped up, yeah. But it's it's nice to go into a team or go up against a team like like Georgia that's a rival too, and just kind of treat the last game as. I mean, obviously you're trying to win, but kind of treat it as like you know let's let's try some stuff out. If we lose, we got the series already, so nothing mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah, a lot of people in the bullpen showed up. I thought Kirby Cannell looked like the best. He's pitched probably in a Tennessee uniform. Had a three innings pitch, no runs, no hits, no errors, <laughs> um, no walks, and uh, seven strikeouts in seven in- or three innings. That's that's pretty incredible for him. That you know he's got some some junk stuff, but he's not going to overpower you overpower you with a fastball. That velocity is. Um, He's he just sitting there around 85, 87, something like that. So um, it's not like nothing's anybody's seen before, but he's so 
consistent. You know, he's gonna he's gonna paint the corners. He's gonna throw some junk in there that that's gonna throw you off balance. And you know, I thought he looked great this weekend. I call him Redmond Walsh after a couple cheeseburgers. That's that's what Kirk, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> exa- like exactly that. exactly the same to me. And I meant to ask you too after I saw it the other day because maybe I've just overlooked it and haven't noticed this time. So maybe I'm the idiot here. But has has he always done the Fernando Rodney save celebration? Oh the yeah the with the the, the hat that was, was that's the first time I've seen it. Okay, I was about to say because if I've missed that for as long as, which I mean, he he doesn't get as many save opportunities as the rest of the guys. So I thought maybe, maybe it was sparingly in certain situations that I had missed it. But I, I just saw the still shot with his his hat at a forty five degree angle, doing yeah. doing the Rodney, and I absolutely loved it. So I just I wanted to make sure that was something that I hadn't missed. Yeah, I didn't see that, um, but yeah, I thought that. I thought it was awesome. I'd like to see more of it. Oh, he's he's got it down pat too. The picture I saw from I guess it was uh third right behind third base over there was the picture I saw. And he it, it Rodney does have one of those celebrations that just immediately is like I mean, when's the last time you've heard of Fernando Rodney? But still his celebration I can see it be like, Oh, yep, there he is. So yeah. Credit to it, Kirby, he's got it down pat. It's electric. Um, good to see Dolander back in that uh, <clears throat> weekend starting role. Um, I, I thought he shoved it. Six innings, three hits, one on run, no walks, six Ks. Um, and seeing, you know, having him go out there, you finally get him out of the game, and then you, you see Chase Burns. I mean, that's got to be demoralizing for a team. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, I, we've said it all year, but that – Double dose of Chase. He, I mean, you have four first-round picks right there. I mean, you have to. I, I don't know what team. I mean, even with Blade having the year that he's had, I mean, I, I still see him as a first-rounder. And I, there's nothing I've seen from Drew Beam that tells me he's not going to be a first-rounder, nothing from yeah. Burns. And just pure potential. I don't know that you can put Dolander any, anywhere behind him either. So, I mean, What about I, Ben Joyce? Is, is he going to be ben a first-rounder? I, I think it – Depending on which team's views him as a starter, maybe just because I, I don't know if you'll see a reliever go that high. I, I personally, where did, where did Kevin Copps go? How how he, far did he go? That's a good question. I don't know. I'll find it here in a second. But yeah, I, just depending on how how teams view him, possibly. I don't. He's electric. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't know if many teams are going to go for a reliever in the first round unless you're. I was about to say, unless you are Kevin Copps, they can go multiple innings like that. And we've seen Ben Joyce do it once. If he if he keeps doing that to where he's just kind of a, a utility man, even more than he's shown already, I mean, maybe. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not I'm not going to look at a team and call him stupid for taking him in the first round because I know one thing: he'll sell some tickets. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, he he looked more than capable of starting a game. You know, gave yeah. up a couple yeah, he didn't look solo out shots. You know, they found some barrels. Um, but when he's able to throw that off-speed pitch over the plate, I mean, it's on it's untouchable. Third round. Cops was third round pick 99 of the Padres. Okay. Yes, I mean, he, he's a he's a top three round guy for sure. He, he's going to make some money. Ben, yeah. ben Joyce, if there's anybody on this team this year that – I don't know if there's any player on the team this year that's earned themselves more money than Ben Joyce, both in the future and 
probably this year too because I'm I'm sure he's yeah, not doing it for free right now. Dim and Drew Beam. I mean, I don't know if Drew yeah. Beam was on ra many radars going into his Tennessee career, especially with him not playing his uh, really junior year for COVID and, and senior year for Tommy John. But, I mean, being on the best team in the country and having one of the best um, stats as a – you know, not only as a freshman but as a pitcher in the SEC is – people – he's on people's radar for – now for sure yeah and i mean maybe i'm going out on a limb here but i mean i don't i haven't seen the financials here obviously but i mean it, it may not be crazy to say that this has been joyce's most profitable year that he's going to have over the next couple of years because i mean yeah he, if he's a high pick he's going to get a big mlb contract depending on what round he goes what we were just talking about but i mean i've seen the pictures with him and spire sports group i've seen the the hype around the country the volunteer firemen so if he if he's not making a pretty penny in NIL right now, I, I don't know what I don't know what he's doing because he's is he the most popular pitcher in baseball right now? I mean it's definitely college baseball. Oh you yeah, to, for sure. You go to MLB, I mean, I don't know that any star well, he's he's talked about on every MLB broadcast. Right. That's yeah. I mean, who's the top I mean Scherzer, DeGrom, DeGrom's out, but any any top-of-the-line MLB Kershaw. start, Clayton Kershaw, I mean, I've heard Ben Joyce. maybe? More. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe the face of the MLB. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the only one. Yeah. It's um, crazy. Yeah, it's really awesome to see, and I don't know if I can release this, so I probably should keep my mouth shut. Um, Can't do that to us, Landon. Ah <laughs> oh, man! Do what you want. I just, I just love um, create controversy. There's another Joyce. How about that? I'll just leave it at that. There's another Joyce. Joyce's. Joyce's. Yes. I'm I want to beat those that man. hard, but there's another Joyce. I. What's that hard compared to Ben Joyce? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he—I don't know if he's touching a hundred, but he's somebody that can help his bullpen. How about that? I'll take him. So, um, well, let's get into the games. I want to say Friday, Thursday. Sorry, um, hey, it gets me every time. Blake, Mother, Burke. God bless that kid can hit. He. We talked about Fernando Rodney, the celebration a minute ago. I've never seen a swing more like Ken Griffey Jr.'s than than Blake Burke. I, Is that all he does? Instead of, like, getting pumped up for a game, does he just watch Ken Griffey Jr. highlights? He's, he's the coolest guy I know, because I, I do the same thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I've, I'm going to go out with a – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a hot take, Landon. We have, okay. I, haven't, I haven't given a hot take here in a while. It may rub people the wrong way, and by no means am I sliding Luke Lipsius in this. Blake Burke should be your starting first baseman. I mean, I, it, I said it was a hot take. I love Luke. I think Luke's had a good year. It's no, it's no discredit to Luke at all. But, I mean, what have you seen from Blake Burke that tells you he shouldn't be in the lineup every day? I know we've said the same thing about Dickey when he's healthy, which he was. We said the same thing about Christian Moore. Booker, when he's healthy, that question is going to be asked. Christian, Christian Scott's played nice this year. Seth Stevenson. So, I mean, there's all different names there. But I've been sitting on the tape for a while. I, I haven't said it on here, but 
you're you're in good hands next year at first base with Blake Burke, or if they do DH, however they want to use him to get his bat involved. But I, I don't know that he shouldn't be starting right now. He he may find that role in the DH, and I think first base has to has to the question has to be asked again. Nothing against Luke. Yeah, and I think next year he's definitely your your first baseman. Um, th- yeah, this year, sure. I mean, Luke Luke's had a phenomenal year at first base. So defensively, I'm like, oh man, because I haven't seen Blake Bird play first base, so I have right. literally no clue what he. Lo- I mean, he could look like stray butt at first base, but That's that bat, it's got to be in the lineup. I, I I'll agree with you in that. Blake Burke needs to be in the lineup somehow, some way. Hey, put him in. Can he catch? I that's mean, that's can, the question. Can he give Evan asking. Russell a break? Is that? I mean, Evan Russell is taking a beating. He's catching one hundred and five. Yeah, that'll that'll do that. An absolute beating. Um, so yeah, he he put on a hitting clinic. Hit two bombs. Um, I mean, watch out career home run record. I think what is it thirty something? Is it thirty eight? Okay, upper thirties, I think thirty seven. He's he's got nine in fifty eight at bats. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, like you put him in the lineup full time, he's probably. I don't know if he catches Trey Lipscomb, but he's probably up there. For season, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what they said. I don't remember what game it was during this last series, but they said. It's crazy to think, but Trey Lipscomb, if he, if he gets the home run record, could have it for one year. I mean, he he could if if he breaks it. The what's what's the single season mark? I don't I don't remember. Trey just got to twenty, right? Is it twenty four? Twenty six. I thought he was within around five. I think Trey's third. I think Cody Hawn had twenty two. I don't remember who's how many Todd Hilton had. So even if he breaks it. On the pace that Blake Burks had as a freshman, not getting regular playing time. I mean, I, I heard that or I saw the tweet. It was like he Trey could break the record this year and it could stand for one year. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a lot of hype on Blake Burke, but nothing I've seen. Like like my my argument that he should possibly be starting at first base. Like it, it's nothing, it's anybody else. Just everything I've seen from him is legit. Yeah, I was talking to Chad Zerker. Um Saturday before the game. Sorry, I'm trying to get – I'm making sure my day's right before I say it. Um, he was talking about Blake Burke, and he was like, dude, if he connects – so he struck out on, on Friday, like on like three or four pitches. And he was like, if he connects with one of those balls, it's going five to 600 feet. I mean, he was hacking at it. I mean, Oops. at one point on Thursday, he had hit – Three home runs in two games. What was the exit velo on the one he hit to right? Was it – I don't remember. I remember off the bat I was like, that is a frozen rope. And then I, I saw the exit velo on it. I was like, that's – you yeah. do that combined with a Griffey bat drop and that's you, – you can't – you can he flip the it. bat as high as you want. I know this show's named the bat flip. I, I probably shouldn't be advocating against it. But if you do just the Griffey bat drop like that, that's the cleanest celebration that counts. possibly in sports. It counts. It's a, yeah, it it's counts. A, it's like a bat flick. He doesn't politely set the bat down, so it no. counts. Yeah. Yeah, pretty insane. Um, <clears throat> you know, Thursday night, you know, I, we mentioned Blake Burke hit those bombs. Um, Trey Lipscomb hit number 20 for the year. 
And uh, Evan Russell's single might have been the play of the game in the eighth inning. I think Tony Vitello talked about it a little bit on Thursday. Um, two outs, drives in that run. You're up five to two going into the ninth inning. You like your chances. You know, with, with that, you know, you let one runner on in the ninth and that time run hits the plate. You know, it's, it's kind of nerve-wracking. So get that little extra insurance, what was huge for – um, Tennessee, I mentioned Dolander had a fantastic outing. Chase Burns looked good out of the pen, only had to throw like 27 pitches. Um, I think Drew Beam threw like 15 or 16 in his outing, so got to save those arms. Um, and, and then Saturday, you just keep that kind of rolling. I thought Blade pitched well. I think the thing that's different about Blade this year is, and maybe he did this last year and I just didn't notice as much, but He's just walking people. That's how he gets in trouble. Yeah, I don't think it's anything with his stuff dropping off from what I've seen. Yeah. It, it, was, just, uh, it was Helton, 38 home runs, by the way. Okay. that was. I just want to make sure. Gotcha. Um, I do want to mention this. Seth Stevenson, we've, we weren't going at him, but we were saying, you know, he's got to do a better job in that leadoff spot of, you know, not just hitting pop flies. You know, you got to find a way to get on base. I thought this weekend, especially Thursday and Friday, hitting the ball, you know, it was line drives, ground balls. It wasn't just pop flies with two strikes. You know, you're just long out at that point. Right. So I I thought he did a lot better job of getting on base, you know, drawing walks, being patient at the plate, and and hitting balls on the ground. Yeah, I mean, give anything. yourself a chance with that right. speed. If you're hitting it on the ground, you're giving yourself a chance. Anything in play is a good play then, because he not not only not only is he flying down the line. I mean that that puts pressure on. It, it could be a routine ground ball to third. Yep. Still, if you if you <laughs> bobble half a second, if you're a little bit wide, first baseman has to stretch. I mean that it. it that kind of speed, we've seen it with Bradfield at Vanderbilt. I know that's who we were comparing him to. It, it makes routine plays. When, when you know somebody's flying on the line like that, it's no longer routine play because whoever's feeling the ball in their head, they're like, oh, uh, I can't take my time here. And then that's when, once they start thinking that way instead of just, hey, you know, play it normal like they should, that's that it gets into the mental part there. Right. And, and then Saturday you face Jonathan Cannon. I thought – you know, he pitched well, but Tennessee was able to get the most hits and runs off of him so far this season. Uh, Drill Ortega, Evan Russell. Man, I, I'm taking credit. I'm Me and Caleb said we're, we're taking credit for um, Joey from Tampa's big game on Friday. I thought he was great in the field. I thought he was um, great at the plate. They uh, Those two combined five for nine. Um, in, in the game with three RBIs apiece, Evan Russell hit two home runs. I did get a home run ball from Evan oh, Russell. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it's up there with a G on it. So, take that. Were you, you at the were you on the porch in Luffield? No, I actually got it the next day. Somebody gave oh, it to me. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, now I think about it, it could just be a random ball. Like, it could have just been a foul ball. But I'm going to I'm gonna say it's a home run Don't ball. let your mind go there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Saturday, you um, it was just a weird, <coughs> weird game. Ben Joyce gets that first start. You have that kind of debacle in the fourth inning where 
you have bases loaded, no outs, and can't. Well, you get a run in. You get two strikeouts with two uh, with two outs. You get a walk. It drives in a run, and then another strikeout ends the inning. So you, you get bases loaded, no outs. Only come run, come away with one run. That's just not who Tennessee's been. You know they find a way usually, um, but just going up there hacking, you got to put something in play. Like we were talking about, Seth Stevenson. Hey, you got to find a way to put something in play. Yeah, you can't you can't leave them stranded. I. I didn't have a great feeling about Saturday, almost said Sunday too, just because I figured that was going to be a game where you you were probably you were probably going to need to score a lot of runs just with Joyce, just because I I'm not going to doubt anything Ben Joyce ever does because that would be very stupid on my part or anyone else's part. Right. I don't see him as a starter. I think he has. I think he has the ability to if we need him to, just because. I feel like I feel like after you've seen it a couple times, and it, it sounds odd to say you're timing up a 100 plus mile an hour fastball, but the the times that he has got tagged this year, it's it's just because he's throwing it so hard, and it's it's coming out. The exit velo is going to be impressive on it. I, I just I feel like he's much better utilized out of the bullpen. I won't say that he can't be a starter just because. He's been Joyce, but I, yep. I, I think he's I think he's much better out of the bullpen. I, I just I would think he needs a third and fourth pitch, which some of our starters really haven't developed yet. So it, it sounds weird to say, but the fastball and the slider, like he's good at keeping them off balance, but when they guess correctly and they hit it, it's going somewhere hard. So that's I, I'd rather I'd rather him come out of the pen and have the factor of Oh crap! You know we're we're down two, and here here comes this guy instead of just a clean slate. Let's see him a couple times. Let let's make him work a little bit and hope he misses, and we're going to hit it somewhere hard. Just me yeah. personally, but I wanted to get your take on it too. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I mean, somebody said like, oh man, he could be like one of the best starting pitchers in the MLB. I'm like, he could be the best closer in the MLB and pitch for years. Oh yeah, I mean. Even if that velo goes – I mean, look at Araldis Chapman. He's pretty – he's getting up there in age, but he's still throwing it. You know, you you don't have that longevity if you're pitching, you know, every fourth, third or fourth day for that many innings. Right. You know, you got to have a little tread on the tires. So I, and I think with a guy like that where he's able to come in, get three outs or even six outs if that's – what you need him to do. I think he could do that on a regular basis. And I think that's super valuable for any MLB team. I mean, look at Rivera. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's like, it's like those guys that come in that uh, I'm thinking like someone like Jeremy Banks, not talking about him specifically, but somebody that in high school, they played linebacker and they played running back. You, you give them the ball, at running back just because they're more athletic than everybody. They're they're tougher, they're bigger, they're stronger, faster. You want the ball in their hands. Or they'll some people put them at quarterback just to get them the ball. I saw Coffee County did it with Alante in high school just because he was it was snap the ball to him and he was faster than everybody and just let him yeah. run around. On defense, you put them at linebacker because they're they're able to move around free right there, see where the ball's going, see ball, go get ball. With Ben with Ben Joyce, I, I think it's he could start, yes, but 
in terms of we hear the argument with Jeremy Banks, somebody like that. Could they do the other one? Sure, they could. But the career is here. With Ben Joyce, I'm sure he could start. Not saying he couldn't at all, but his career is as a reliever. Like it's exactly what you said. The dude could. I know he's already had Tommy John once. I'm not saying that throwing that hard for that long is going to guarantee that he's going to have to do it again. But for me, and I'm sure him both, like I know he's a competitor and probably would like to start, but I'm sure he probably doesn't want want to go through an injury like that again. So if if I'm him, if I can do that right there and maintain it for 10 to 15 years as a reliever and still get really good money, I, I don't know how you, you turn turn that down. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like with Tennessee right now, with, with all the arms that, that they have, they don't need to start it. Exactly. They don't. They don't need to. It. it I felt. I feel like he can if they. If they absolutely need him to. But I think with what you what you got right now, I, you got some guys some rest that needed it. You know, and I'm not really looking into Drew Beam's outing as really negative. It was three singles and and one was a line drive and two were hit on the ground. They were just in the hole. Um, so I'm I'm not really looking at that as a, like he he threw strikes. Like he's done all season long. He doesn't have that velocity to, you know, he's not going to mow down an entire line. He's not going to have double digit strikeouts in a game, but he's going to paint the corners. He's going to keep people off balance. Um, he's going to get people to roll over, get people to pop up. That's kind of been his game all, all season long. And, you know, those, he ran into a, a barrel that, you know, went, for a line drive, you know, they got a, a couple of good swings on it. I'm not saying that they were just dinkers that, that rolled into the hole, but, you know, if they're hit to somebody or close to somebody, they're probably out. Yeah, it's it's the type of hits that you're okay giving up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's not something where a pitcher goes out there and just gets absolutely dominated. They're sitting on everything he throws. It's – it's like Tim Hudson back in the day for my Braves. Like going into a Tim Hudson start, you knew he was they were going to hit the ball off of him. Now, most of the time with his sinker and changeup, like that's what you wanted them to do because they ground out and ground out to a lot of double plays. So, I mean, that that's just some pitcher's style. And when you're like that, occasionally, yeah, you'll you'll get a bloop into right field. You'll get a single back up the middle and a couple of those in a row, and you can you can be in trouble. But that's I'd rather somebody lose that way. Yeah, and there was – like, what was there really to play for on Sunday? Yeah, you you want to win every game. I'm not saying they're out there trying to lose, but, you know, you got guys playing in weird positions. You got – you know, Ben Joyce hadn't started a game all year. Drew Beam has never come out of the pen all year. Um, <clears throat> so it's just weird scenarios. You get kind of – your momentum just shafted because you can't get a run in with bases loaded. Um, like we've seen a couple times this season, you know, maybe that's a an Achilles heel. Maybe we get Georgia didn't steal a base. <laughs> you know, we were talking about that about Kentucky. You know, that was the big thing that you know we that really stood out to us. That we're like, man, that was that was troubling to see. But Georgia didn't steal a single base. So how troubling is it? I don't know. It's but, you had nothing to prove in this game. It, yeah, you already was, clinched the SEC. You won the series. You're resting guys. Like, hey, we we got a national championship to win. Screw a a random right. third game of the series that you've already won. 
you know what you are at this point yeah, in the season. Right. Do, doing stuff like that with Joyce, you, you know what you are, but you're saying, can we make what we are even better by trying this? You're you're at that point in the year. It's You know what the expectation is. I mean, we all know it. If we don't win the World Series this year, like it, it's going to be a letdown. Like even if it's yeah. last game of the year, you're in the call, <coughs> you lose to somebody. Like, yeah, that's that's still a fantastic year. But <clears> – <throat> when you've been so good for so long like this team has, you know, we know and they know what the expectation is. So there's nothing left to prove this year besides the big game. Right. Yeah. Real quick, we'll talk about Mississippi State just briefly, and then we'll get our MVP and get you all out of here. Um, Mississippi State, not a great baseball team. Their reign of the, you know, defending national championships is about to come to an end because they are – they're not great. They have no depth. Their bullpen's terrible. They've lost nine straight games, eight straight SEC games. They haven't won a single game in May. You know, that might change tomorrow. They play North Alabama, but just not a good team. I mean, they blow leads all the time. You know, they got some guys that can that can hit. R.J. Yeager, I think he has 19 home runs on the year or 17, something like that. Hunter Hines is, you know, a really good true freshman for them. I think he has 14. They got another guy with 15 or 16. Another guy with 13, so they can hit bombs. But, dude, their bullpen can't get nobody out. They walk people a lot. They gave up two big leads this past weekend at Texas A&M, and, you know, they end up getting swept by them. So, I mean, they're just – when Landon Sims went down for them, I think that was a huge – I don't think they were as good as last year anyway. And then when he went down, it was just like, oh, it's over. Yeah, you you knew there was going to be a drop-off. Just because I'm not really sure if if last year if they were – I mean, I don't think wire to wire they were the best team in college baseball, really. I mean, some people may think differently, but – We it wasn't, Right. It, it wasn't like there was a, a definitive number one last year, really. I mean, you would have put Arkansas in that spot, but then the Omahogs uh, didn't, didn't get out of their pen there late. So, I mean – Had to go get their rabies shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they – I mean, the state deserved the title. I'm not taking that away from them, but I, I don't think they were just like, we're we're definitely the champions. We're the best team. So right. you knew there was probably going to be a drop this year. And yeah, I mean that that's the most shocking part is I mean they lost a little bit, but their bullpen is just it, putrid. I mean they're terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I can't wait to see this weekend. Tennessee travels to Starkville. Gross. Um, but they do have a nice facility over there. But the city of Starkville is is gross. I've been there. There's nothing um, in Starkville. No, there's not. So uh, that game, that series will start on Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, this is the last one, so we don't really have to get used to it. I was about to say get used to it, but after this, it's it's no more Thursdays. Thank God. Um, MVP. I'll let you go first. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Blake Burke just because I love the. I love seeing Ken Griffey Jr. again. Makes the me Blake feel like I'm, show. I'm watching highlight tapes when I was in fourth grade of Griffey just absolutely dominating everybody, and it's it's just a picture perfect swing. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're left handed, you got to go for that swing. Right, uh, as, you just can't pull it off. As a righty, if I have a son that plays baseball one day. He's going to swing left hand. He may be naturally right handed. I'm like, no, you're going to swing left handed because it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's just a lot cooler to be able to hit to right field. 
for sure. Um, mine, I got to go Evan Russell. I think the the way he's played, and I want to go Drew Gilbert so bad, but I think I picked him not too long ago. I'm going to go with somebody different. Um, but Drew Gilbert had some plays in the field. He had that one against the wall. He had one that he was diving, coming forward. He's he's a professional baseball player. Earn some money. Like, good God. That kid's a freak. Um, but, yeah, I'm going Evan Russell four for ten in the series, four RBIs, three walks, two bombs. Um, you know, he, he does take a beating. You know, you see him get hit with foul tips and stuff in the leg, and he just kind of walks it off. I know he just wants to, to yell cuss words and stuff like that because I kind of want to do for him. Um, you know, I – I've never felt that pain, but I feel that pain, if if you get what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I know it, you felt it before. It's not it fun. Is, it is not fun at times. <laughs> I'd rather there, – there's times I absolutely loved it and I wouldn't want to play anywhere else, and then after you take a fastball to the neck, right right where the helmet doesn't cover right there, you're like, yeah, that, mm. I think I'll go do a – do a math competition, something like that. Some, yeah, something a little less physical. <laughs> um, but I think this late in the season, see him catch a little fire, I think is big for this lineup. You know, sitting that right there around seventh in the lineup, I think that's big for for Tennessee to have their catcher hitting the way that he did this weekend. For a lineup that really needed some spark in it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we lack spark. Yeah, our, Oregon State's just so much better than us. That if our I don't offense. Even know. If our offense could really turn it around this time of year, Landon, right. watch out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Guys, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. A little bit longer than we usually go, but, hey, we're having fun. We won the SEC, so if you don't like it, you know, go grab a raccoon by the neck. How about that? Thanks for listening again. We'll be back next week. We'll be back with more important issues, I think, on Wednesday because <clears throat> our schedule's thrown off with these games on Thursdays. They just throw everything off. They're the worst. Um, Guys, thanks again. Peace.